0: Cafe, open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you.
1: Eric Asher, and Inside New Orleans.
2: Communicate.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, four to six. iHeart Radio App, TuneIn Radio App, our digital platforms. Take the show with you anywhere. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Nash FM 106.1.com uh, and also again ericasher.com uh, on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. But uh, you'll find our podcast on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher and, of course, our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Also, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, on the WLA TV YouTube page as well and also you can also find us all of, uh, probably on Monday uh, on, on EricAsher.com. Uh Les East award-winning journalist from dot com. also again Saturday down south uh, was our guest great job uh, by Les breaking it all down for us um, and of course you can check that out and again uh, all, all the rebroadcast and of course on on the uh, on the web and our digital platforms as well um, today on the program. We're going to be joined by uh, Mike Fazan, Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Fazan on Football Podcast and Blog. That'll happen at about 4.15 this afternoon. Ron Higgins of TigerDetail.com will join us uh, at uh, 5.15. And uh, he was at LSU practice yesterday, and uh, we'll get his take on what he saw. And then we'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. And uh, we'll talk to Glenn a little bit about what's going on with with uh, LSU Saints, but we'll also primarily talk about what's happening with Sam Mills uh, going into the uh, into, into the NFL Hall of Fame. Um, well, actually, it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Pardon me. Uh, and um, looking forward to um, to reminiscing a little bit with him about um, about Sam Mills, uh, and uh, of course, a great honor for uh, for uh, Sam Mills and his family, and uh, you know. Finally, again, uh, in, in the Saints' ring of honor, uh, now in the, uh, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And uh, we'll, we'll go through that a little bit more as we go forward on today's program. Um, also, again, um, on, uh, on today's program, um, today's program is brought to you by our friends at where? Of course, William Grant. Family Distillers, uh, independent Family Distillers since 1887. Uh, Henrik's Jim Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Get out there and enjoy some. Uh, Again, um, if you haven't tasted these fantastic spirits, you're really missing out. Hendrix Neptunia Gin, we talk about that every Monday. Uh, Again, a uh, limited edition. Uh, gin for you to be able to to enjoy, only going to be on the market till next March, so get out there, uh, again, especially if you're a gin drinker. Even if you're not, you've got to try these great spirits. And then come, again, the all-star lineup of scotches, all award-winning, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvenie Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, uh, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world with the Irish drink. Well, how about you? Also, don't forget about Drambuie. Can't make a rusty nail without Drambuie, can you? Fistful of bourbon whiskey, Hudson bourbon whiskey, part of the part of the bourbon portfolio. And then, of course, uh, Florida, Kanye, Nicaraguan rum, along with Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased um, in Louisiana. Post those proceeds go to the God Foundation, uh, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their families. Uh, again, www.godourtroof.org over $200,000 in financial aid given so far. And look everybody's hurting these days, right? Uh, especially, again, uh, you know, if you have individuals that have given so much in terms of uh, protecting our country, serving us, uh, this is an opportunity to be able to give back. Uh, you give directly to the God Foundation at www.godourtruth.org or, again, purchase a bottle of Sal Jerry rum. It helps them with um, basic family needs. Uh, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. The God Foundation is there for those that served in the military, active military, and retired military and their families. That's org. Or, again, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. All right. A uh, lot to talk about today. Again, when you start talking about the, the, uh, the, the Saints, again, back at camp, uh, also um, – uh, was it uh, number day number nine in terms of um, practice? Uh, back in pads again. Uh, but a long list of players that did not make it, make it out on the practice field today. Uh, tight end, Taysom Hill, still out again with the rib injury. Uh, Marcus uh, Davenport still trying to get in shape uh, so they can get on the field. Uh, remember the – and I'm a little surprised taking this long. i got to be honest with you, okay? I mean, uh, I understand he had the finger amputated. I know he had the shoulder surgery. He missed, again, the, the ramp up to um, – uh, to the, uh, uh, the to camp with again the four non-padded practices, uh, and then of course this week you've had what four uh, four padded practices so far, and, and of course one practice where again they were in shells and and, and still Davenport's not on the field, and I understand this is, this is about getting him in shape, but I mean how how far can you be out of shape at the end of the day? You got to figure you're doing at least some cardio, right? Uh, so again, we'll see how, how how that plays out. Saints are not going to talk about injuries. That's not going to change from from now. Uh, Sean Payton to uh, to Dennis Allen, even though again it's a kinder, gentler Dennis Allen when it comes to the press conferences. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore out this out today after getting uh, again helped off the field yesterday with a trainer. No word on his injury. C.J. Gardner Johnson has been uh, holding out uh, while he's in camp, not doing all the drills. He was not seen on the practice field today. Smoke Monday got the knee injury earlier in the se- early in the week. Uh, he's going to be out for the season. Uh, D- Dylan Maben uh, uh, also uh, out. Uh, J- J- Jill Jaleel Johnson, the former Houston Texan, uh, it was was out today. Uh, Gerald Hawkins and also linebacker Demario Jackson, uh, the draft pick, as well as Rasheed uh, Shahid, who's been out really since the beginning of camp with, with an injury. Uh, Hill Hill and Shahid Ahid, according to Luke uh, Johnson at the times uh had worked off to the side. So again, um, uh, that's your that's your uh, uh, your injury list. Also, the uh, Saints picked up Kiko uh, 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 Alonso yesterday. Um, and, of course, he is now uh, wearing number 47. Uh, and uh, a guy that hasn't played football since 2019. Remember, the Saints made the trade, sent him to the Dolphins. He got on the field with the Dolphins. I think he had one or two really good games for them. And, and then, of course, then he hurt the knee, and then he was done. And he hasn't been back in football since. Got to tell you, folks, mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. And nothing against Alonzo. Honestly, nothing against him. I did the research last night. Quan Alexander signed for $1.275 million. He got a signing most of 120, dollars I mean, you're going to tell me Kiko Alonzo is better than Quan Alexander? I mean, even if Quan's coming in a backup role. And, again, if this is about depth. Now, again, maybe, again, this is a chance for the the, the rookie uh, Jackson to be able to move in and maybe, uh, maybe get some snaps and maybe he's one of your backups. Uh, there was something on the internet last night uh, that somebody put out that said that um, uh, on, on Twitter, I believe it was Andrew Juge, uh, uh, that uh, Quine was asked uh, well, that the Saints wanted him back, but Quine didn't want to, want to play special teams. Alexander's been in, in, in the league for seven years. And he's a guy, that again, that's, that's been brittle at, that brittle at times. Why would you even want to put him out on special teams? That's what you've got young players for. And, and I don't want to hear about roster spots either because, again, I said it yesterday. Uh, you don't need a third quarterback now. OK, uh, you, you can you can put the again, you know, you can put Ian Book on on the practice squad uh, and, and just go with two on game day. And and, and there's, that's a spot. And if you want a third quarterback, it, it could definitely it could definitely be uh, Taysom Hill as maybe your emergency backup. He's got he's got experience, right? That's one more roster spot. Just not getting it. I, I know I'm beating a dead horse here with Quan Alexander, but I said it before and I'll say it again. Well, the Saints are going to rue the day that they did not re-sign this guy for depth. At the least, at the very least, depth, and of course, the energy he brings to to the team as well. Uh, instead, you have Kiko Alonso, who hasn't played since since twenty nineteen. Uh, I'm just doing again the proverbial head shake right now. I really am. Let's get Mike Mazan's take on this. Mike Mazan, again from Hot Off the Bench podcast, Mazan Football podcast and blog. He joins us on the program each and every Friday. Mike, how are you?
3: Eric, my brother. I'm doing great, my man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. It's Friday, thank
3: God. Thank the Lord, it's Friday, he You raised. know,
0: normally, normally, Rudy would be all over this and, and hit us with the "Thank God it's Friday" sounder. But we, maybe he'll catch up on us. A little uh, we good.
3: Yeah, all right, okay. we know it's
0: Friday. I mean, we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be good. We'll be all right. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts? I mean, you heard because you heard my my open, uh, Kiko Alonso versus Quan Alexander. I just I I, I, don't, I don't get one. I went and looked up last night what he signed for. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, he signed for like, he signed for the bare minimum
3: uh, with the New York Jets. I don't get it either, man. Um, unless there was something personal, I, I just heard. Like I heard you say about the special teams, he didn't want to play. Yeah, special that, that teams. was. on I mean, the
0: Andrew Jew wrote, wrote wrote that last night, and again, look, um, he's on with Ralph Marlborough on that podcast, and, and and they do a kind of a, I don't want to say a comedic look at the Saints, but it's more of a lighthearted deal. So I mean, I don't know if that is fact, or is that just again no. conjecture, or is that just him being funny. Uh, okay. But I, I can't believe the Saints would ask a guy that's again been a linebacker for seven years, been often injured. Okay, if you're going to play this year for us, you got to play special teams as well. Yeah, uh, there are better please, players than Quan Alexander on special teams.
3: Yeah, and why would you want a guy on special teams that his heart's not in it? Um, I mean, he's just going to be out there half, at, you know, half, you know, giving half an effort. So I don't know if that's true or not, but it's crazy if that's the reason why they didn't resign him. I mean. To me, if you're just going to look at it on paper, he's like it's not even close the comparison between him and Kiko Alonso.
0: But Alonso is a really good special teams player. He was one of the top yeah. special teams players here in New Orleans before he got traded to Miami, uh, and and he's been proven again uh, from his time in Buffalo, everywhere he's been, he's been a top special teams player. Now, again, guy hadn't played football since 2019, so yeah. you know we'll see. Ultimately, again, if he can if he can knock the rust off, he even makes the team. Look, if it comes down to Kiko Alonso and, and and Jackson, the draft pick, you got to go with Jackson, the draft pick, right? I mean, you know, I mean, he's got the more upside here. But um, it, again, my issue from from day one is, okay, if you want Pete Werner to be your starter, you're going to now forcing that in. He's going to be the starter at this point. That's fine. Have some quality backups in case it doesn't work. Have quality yeah. backups in, in case you get injuries.
3: And one point well, two seven five do-
0: million—that's chump change for an NFL team.
3: Well, maybe he didn't want to sign with the Saints for that. You know, sometimes guys don't want to sign for the minimum with the team they're on. Mm -hmm. That there is a possibility. But um, uh, how about you just have quality players on your team? I mean, he's a quality player. Uh, You know, figure it out. And he's an emotional
0: leader, Mike. And that's the other part. I mean, I guess you could talk about the tandem of Davis and, and Alexander and what they were. And look, I understand. They drafted Pete Werner to start the guy. They didn't draft him to have him coming off the bench. I got it. Okay. And yeah. again, they're they're putting him out there. But I mean again, i just I mean, when you put when you had him and CJ Gardner Johnson on the field together, uh they not only again whipped the, the, the uh the defense into a frenzy, they whipped the crowd into a frenzy as well.
3: No doubt about it. Um so we'll have to where that leadership comes from it's going to have to come from somebody else so we'll have, to, we'll have to see where you know who's going to fill that void
0: Sam Mills goes into the NFL Hall of Fame uh, tomorrow um, again uh, posthumously uh, of course uh, uh, again all time Saint Great uh, came over with Mora uh, from the USFL um, and uh, a guy that uh, uh, quickly became uh, part of that Dome Patrol and, and one of the uh, one of the best players uh, in in the in the history of um, of, of the Saints. Of course, uh, he'll go in tomorrow. Uh, Leroy Butler goes in first, then Sam Mills, Richard Seymour is third, Art Mcnally is fourth, Tony Baselli is fifth, Bryant Young sixth, Cliff Brandt seventh, and uh, uh, Dick Vermeer, um is um, is eighth. Uh, Jim Moore is going to be the presenter of, um, of uh, for Sam Mills. Uh Mills speaker will be his uh, I believe that's his wife Melinda Mills. And uh so again, um a uh gonna be a great day for, for the Saints. You and I had the absolute incredible pleasure of being there, being um there for Ricky Jackson's induction into the Hall of Fame up in Canton, Ohio. Uh we, we were his guest and it, it was an amazing time. Uh and I again I know what uh what the what the Mills family is feeling right now. Uh, with everything that, that the aura around that 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 particular uh, ceremony and everything that's going on, it, it's just it's a great honor. It's it's just mind blowing. Again, if you're a football fan, if you've never been to Canton, you have to at least go once.
3: That was an unbelievable experience being up there for Ricky Jackson's uh, induction, and I would love to have been able to go up there this year. Sam Mills was one of my favorite saints of all time. Just a great. I mean, you know, you talk about Sam Mills as a player and as a human being, he was just I mean, you can't you can't say which one was better because he was equally great at at build, at both. And um yeah, you know, on the field, you know, he wasn't just a member of that linebacker crew. He was the leader. He was a guy that if you if you listen to Steve Young or any quarterback who happened to be playing the Saints that year or that that week, Sam Mills is telling the guys on defense what they're all, what plays coming up. You know, you know, I think it was Steve Young that said, Man, I would get a lot of scrimmage and Sam Mills is saying, Okay, they are running left, are they running right, are they doing this, or they're doing that It's like you know, how the hell did he know all that? But it just goes to show you how much time he spent in the film room, how much time he spent uh practicing and not only that, and the leader on the field, he used to line up the safeties. I mean, he'd tell Gene Atkins where he had to go. Him and uh, Brett Maxey. They had to tell Gene Atkins where to stand. I mean, it was like he was just an unbelievable all-around football player and a great, great linebacker and a great football player. at That so. I mean, his his induction's well overdue. People have got people who are less talented and had less less of a career than Sam Mills have gotten into the Hall of Fame. So it's all. It's just the same that he couldn't live to see it.
0: I agree with that. It is a shame. And it's also a shame that, again, this organization has not done more to honor Sam Mills. You know, they had to – You know, remember, before Katrina, they were supposed to have him uh, into the um, the Super Bowl, Superdome Wall of Fame, which is no longer there. Don't, don't, don't get me started. Okay, don't get me started. But, okay, don't <laughs> uh, crank me up. All right? Don't pull that
4: chain.
0: <laughs> all right, but uh, with, with, with that said, uh, he, they, got, they got it in this year knowing that there was a really good chance he was going to be inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. So, again, that's done. But, Mike, you and I have talked about it. I mean, this is going back to 2002, man. Where's the statue of the Dome Patrol? Okay, where is it? it should, that should be prominently put on one of the entrances of of, of, of the uh, of the Superdome, or you put it in, in Champions Square. I don't care where you put it. You got the greatest linebacking core in the history of the league. Now, not one but two players off, off that off that uh, that, that core that's in the NFL Hall of Fame, and you don't have a statue depicting that situation, depicting again the greatness of those four.
3: Yeah, the only time in the history of the NFL that all four linebackers made the Pro Bowl at the same time. And they all played at the. They all played together. You know during the Pro Bowl, which back then meant something. You know you actually had to earn your way onto the Pro Bowl. Amen. You didn't. You wasn't like the fifth choice when the first four guys opted out before the game, and they actually played the game back then. It actually, they, you know, the, the players still wasn't, were not making the money that they're mm-hmm. making today, obviously, but they were not They they got they got prize money if you won that game. You got more money than if you lost. And it it meant something to the to them back then. I think it was was twenty
0: five thousand if they won, twelve thousand if they lost, something like that back in the day. Something like
3: that. But I mean, there was two there was two people at each position that got picked: the first team guy and the second team guy. And that was it. There was never, you know, you know, the third string quarterback or some teams playing or you know, just some crazy. Person who had an okay year, but he could to go to the Pro Bowl because five people dropped out in his position, the way it is today. So, and I get it. You know, there's a lot of money at stake, and you don't want to have a career-ending injury playing the Pro Bowl. But um, back then, it actually meant something to make the Pro Bowl and to have four players from your position make it in the same year has never been done before or since, and it absolutely should be. Somehow that should be memorialized at that Superdome, the Dome Patrol. It's named the Dome Patrol, right? So, like I mean, you said, and, don't, and, get, don't get don't get me started.
0: <laughs> don't crank me up. I'm telling you. And here's the other thing. Again, you know, look, I understand there's so many numbers, right? Okay, but eight's never going to be worn again. Nine's never going to be worn again. Seven should never be worn again. Okay, all right. Neither should fifty-seven. Neither should fifty-one. Okay, and seventy-seven. Damn. Those are all NFL Hall of Famers, Pro Football Hall of Famers. If you can't take those those jerseys and never allow those to be utilized, and I'm not saying taking every jersey off of you know because they made the Saints Hall of Fame. I'm saying if you've got the honor of being part of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and again you and you're in there as a Saint. Now look. I understand that, again, Doug Atkins is in there, Jimmy Taylor's in there, and and, and also the Saints uh, retired those jerseys. They've been utilized again since then. But, uh, you know, that was 31. What was uh, uh, that? Atkins was 89, right?
3: If I'm not mistaken. Atkins was 81, I believe. It was 81. That's right, 81 and 31. Did did let Michael Haynes wear it when he played?
0: Yes, he did. And and, I mean, again, so to me, if you're a homegrown NFL Hall of Famer, like, again, what we just talked about, you know, those guys, uh, with the exception of Taylor and, and Atkins, just don't let anybody wear the jersey again. That's all. you at the end. And if look if there's more guys that go into the NFL Hall of Fame, deal with that when you have to deal with it. But, again, uh, other teams have jerseys that have been retired and not utilizing those jerseys anymore. Uh, and, uh, you know, all again, I mean, that's another thing. Where, where, where are the other two Dome Patrol uh, uh, members on, on, on the Ring of Honor? I mean, it's
3: just... Yeah, it's crazy. And you know the Yankees have so many numbers retired. You think they'd run out, but you know. And but there's only you know there's not nearly as many guys right. on baseball roster. Right. But you know there's 101 numbers you can choose uh, out of on a football team. Now it doesn't matter what position you play. You can be defensive end and wear number mm-hmm. left. You know what I mean? Yes. So the way the rules are now, and you can go zero, double zero, and all the way up to ninety nine. So. And you're talking about what five numbers to be retired? Yeah, I mean, yeah, right now I would unretire Taylor and Atkins. They didn't do anything. Me too.
0: The same. They, they, they were they, that was more again paying uh, paying homage to them on what their careers were. Now look, hey, Doug Atkins was a really good player in his last three years with New Orleans. No, he it wasn't he like again enough. that that again yeah. he was he was just a dog that came in an expansion draft. The dude could play. Okay, yeah, he Jim could, Taylor, he yeah. come on, uh, you know they had Taylor and Horning here. I mean it was. You know that that was all. That was a PR more than anything else.
3: Yeah, and I think Doug Atkins was either in the Pro Bowl or an off he was. Pro or something he was a Pro Bowler. Yep. So I mean, yeah. So you can make the argument that you can keep because he was the, he must have been the first Pro Bowler ever for the Saints. Okay, so you mm-hmm. retire his number, and he's an all time great. But Jimmy Taylor, I mean, look, no no disrespect, but he None. did his stuff with the Packers. And I mean, you right. can honor him the LSU if you want, but I mean, come on.
0: Saints, and, the kind and, of it, just, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, Mike. Again, again, the Panthers have a statue of Sam Mills in front of their stadium. Played what three do years,
3: have? Will. Come on. He played three years, Will. He played eight with the Saints, and they don't have it. I mean, I, I look, I'm right there with you, my man. You know, I guess with both I mean, of uh, our – you got us both started on this topic well so. the Saints
0: the, again mrs. Benson Lausha, Loomis they they're, they're again they' the, they're, the, they're the ones that are in charge over there they're the culture bearers for professional sports in New Orleans they are okay when you buy the the, the basketball team and you own the football team from that point forward it's up to you again to, to continue to, again to to be able to show the history to the to the fans that are coming up of, of again what happened in professional sports here in New Orleans and that's been my biggest gripe about all this with Maraville's well, jersey all the way down to the to the wall of fame to, to this situation where the jerseys are not retired and you don't have and you don't have the statue in front of the dome.
3: Yeah, and I think and, and Benson was owning the team during all this time, except for when Archie Manning played. Right. I mean Benson Benson was owning the team, uh Jackson, you know, he inherited Jackson, Ricky Jackson, and uh but he was owning the team when all of the other guys came on. Now it was different wives. Maybe that's the problem, Miss B- Mrs. B, right now. You know, you know they don't. The Saints for a while didn't even acknowledge anything that happened before Benson owned right. it. Remember mm-hmm. the press,
4: eighty-five, the
3: media guy we used to get. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that sense has gone gone away. But this is it, it has. Here is
0: the other thing, Mike. And I hate to interrupt you, but if you no, look at the at the practice facility, if you look at the again the the the, the um, uh, just the headquarters, okay. Uh, they, they again. This was like, like was, this was Sean Payton. They revere all the former players. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere, all over the practice facility, all over the facility. Again, former Saints, former Saints, greats. You know, again, uh, uh, the the, uh, the Hall of Famers have a uh, have a have a um, uh, a case with their helmet in it and their jersey in it. I mean, so they're doing it, but they're doing it for the for the players but not for, again, the fans to be able to, again, enjoy. And if it wasn't for Kenny Trahan, there wouldn't be a Saints Hall of Fame. Kenny Trahan has single-handedly, again, kept that alive.
3: Yeah. And, I mean, listen, back then, as fans, as old as you and I are, that's all you had to cheer for was your favorite player because the Saints right. were garbage. Exactly. For, you know, 20 years and, mm-hmm. you know. We had Archie Manning to cheer for. You know, we had those couple of seasons where they were really, really good with the Muncy and Garberth and all of those mm-hmm. guys. But other than that, you had nothing but a great player here, a great player there, sprinkled in with a lot of bad teams. So, a lot of us older fans would love to see those guys appreciate it because they meant a lot to us.
0: It, absolutely, and they meant a lot. Again, in a city that reveres its history. That, again, our economy is based on our history. Uh, And, again, not to be able to, again, take that to the next level with professional sports is ridiculous.
3: You know, Tom, the great caller from Gentile uh, once said that the Saints players back then were treated as Roman gods, Greek gods, uh, Roman gladiators. I mean, they were absolutely revered.
0: Could not buy a meal or a drink in this city back then. Are you kidding me?
3: Yeah, and when this, when they were just starting out, you know, they right. were
0: right. Well, that
3: is untouchables. I mean, I remember seeing Archie Manning when I was a kid, and I was so scared to go ask his autograph, I ran I ran away. My dad had to go ask, him, <laughs> you know, and Danny Abramowitz. Right. You know, we used to go after the games, we'd go hang out by the locker room, and you can see some mm-hmm. of the guys. People would hang out. And
0: oh, to, to get a chin strap or, or get or get a a, a, a wristband, a sweatband. Yeah. Oh come on!
3: Well, my brother guys, my brother was selling drinks at, at Tulane Stadium. We got Charlton Heston's headband. <laughs> Charlton Heston, when they do it, when they're filming the, yeah. same, the movie, N- number, number one. one. Yep, Charlton Heston gave him his uh, headband, or maybe it was a wristband. It was something though. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, no, it was nice. It was you know the Saints were bad teams, but it was fun
0: back then. you know it was simple it was just, back then again, look we nobody everybody thought after that first game the saints were going to be were going be champions, obviously it didn't happen they, they weren't bad for an expansion team. they weren't you know the problem was again games. that right is, is that John Meekham had no clue on how to run a football team. I mean, he's got an astronaut as a general manager, and then again then that's that's for those of you who don't know Saints history, that is fact, okay. And it's fact. An astronaut yeah. as a general manager. So that, that tells you all you need to know. It really wasn't until again he, when he brought Bum Phillips in and Bum really started to turn things around. But I wouldn't say Hank Stram did a really good job. But again, he didn't. He got he got upset with Hank Stram because he got uh, what he got the, uh, uh, the 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 carpet in his trailer. Okay, put I dare him to put uh, a plush carpet in his trailer. And, and ultimately, again, they 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 parted ways. Uh, Stram never had a chance to really coach Archie Manning because he was injured during that time. Uh, but that was the bit that was the the offense that he built. When you talk about was it Chandler? Um, go go through him, Mike. It was Muncie Garbutt, Chandler, Childs, uh, Ike Harris.
3: Yeah, and he could throw Tinker Owens in there too, and mm-hmm. Mike Strawn, and you know a couple of other guys. Right. But yeah, and they had Conrad Doble and they had a, a really good offensive line led by Conrad Doble. Mm-hmm. But you know the problem with Bringing in Bum Phillips, is who quit when Bum Phillips was the hire. Steve Rosenblum was the general manager. Finally, he got an NFL guy to run the team. Finally, and he was bringing in—I don't know if he hired him or—he's (laughs) a talent guy that actually built the New England Patriots back then. And his name—I want to say Dick Steinberg or something. His name's escaping me. I'm, I'm, I'm confusing me with the agent. But there was a guy who built. The New England, Rosen was right, you- bringing in to run the same, right? And uh, I can't remember his name. Maybe some another old timer can not remember, and, and maybe or maybe you can Google it or something. But but no, I mean, Bob Phillips came in. And it was fun for a couple of years. It was competitive on the long haul, and I guess it led to Vincent buying it and then having the glory years from Moore and then uh, Peyton, but. Uh, it's just fun to go back and look at all right. that. And well, I, I agree you, with you, you, man. This those,
0: got me upset again, Mike. you talking players, about Jim Moore, no, those Jim Finks. Those guys are not in the, in, in the Saints ring of honor. I mean, whew, man, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But I do, I do have to take a break here. Mike. we come back. I want to talk a little bit about the tampering issue uh, with the Miami Dolphins and, the, and, and Sean Payton. Uh, also, again, um, LSU looking really uh, really interesting scenario now up in Baton Rouge. Brian Kelly is going to be wide open on, on his practices. The two scrimmages this year, uh, which have normally been closed to the, the media, will be open to the media. And, of course, everybody, uh, the uh, media got their first look at the Tigers yesterday. And, of course, uh, the Greenies on, on the field as well. Uh, you're listening to Inside. New Orleans. It is the William Grant family it still is Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until six o'clock. Mike Lazanne will join us, will be with us until, until the top of the hour. In the second hour, it will be uh, Ron Higgins uh, from tigerdetails.com and then Glenn Gilbo of outkick.com. Don't forget about Burkhart air conditioning and heating. Yes, it's the weekend. And uh, look, ACs break down. And it doesn't matter whether it's your business or your home, you need help and you need help immediately. Burkhard has, again, um, technicians that are on call 24 hours a day. They have a Burkhard employee answering the phone. Not a, not some uh, you know uh, telephone uh, operating system that's in another state. A Burkhard uh, again, employee answering the phone and dispatching that particular uh, uh, person on call out to your home or your business. doesn't matter what system you have at your home or your business. Uh, Burkhard is authorized to service it. Doing only the work that's necessary. We never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhard Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com
5: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Fall into autumn hiring with Indeed. Their all-in-one solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit.
2: Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from the 310 to veterans. And also look out for delays on 10 eastbound more leans to the high rise look out for delays on 10 westbound from north claiborne to canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to just before veterans also in the meantime look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank expressway the crescent city connection and the Train expressway as delays are heavy from lafayette street to the claiborne Earhart exit and also look out for an accident over in the right lane 10 eastbound at morrison I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center.
6: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers, your community's calling
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Brought to you again by our friends at William Grant, William Grant Independent Family Distiller since 1887. It's the weekend, after all. You deserve a cocktail or two. Uh, make sure, again, you mix that cocktail with, again, the great spirits of William Grant. Uh, head on over to your favorite spirit store. Again, this, these high-end premium spirits are second to none. Uh, your favorite uh, bar, favorite restaurant, demand, William Grant, independent family, distiller, the, the independent family distiller since 1887. Mike Vazan joins us on the program each and every Friday, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazano football podcast and blog. Mike, uh, uh, this week uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, owner got the book thrown at him, Stephen Ross, uh for uh, uh tampering uh with both Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Uh, I've been talking about it all week uh that uh, the the uh the, the uh Dolphins ended up getting a first round pick this week th- this year taken from them, also a third round pick in 2024 taken from them. Uh as, as again the the uh the punishment for the uh, the tampering. Uh, they had impermissible in, in, in contact with um, with Tom Brady in 2019, 2020. Uh, also in 2021, in 2021, before he uh, signed with the um, uh, with the uh, um, before and during after the 21-21 season when he signed with the Bucks uh, in January 2022, he had in, they had impermissible communication with Don Yee again, again the the uh, agent with Tom for Tom Brady and also uh, for uh, for Sean Payton um, asking uh, him to uh, 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 talking about him possibly coming and becoming the new Saints' new head coach. Uh, four years, $100 million, uh, with Brady as the quarterback and Brady also getting a piece of the team. Uh, if you look at the timeline, as I talked about all week long, uh, the timeline just, it, it just, there's no way in the world that that did not influence Sean Payton from walking away. And the fact that the Saints are not getting compensation when there's president for that is absolutely ridiculous. What's your take? Well, I
3: agree 100%. I mean, uh, you said something that was I think the most important point in this whole situation was if at the very least it planted a seed the offer planted a seed in Peyton's mind to make him think there's something else out there uh worth leaving the Saints for. Now, we both know he flirted with Dallas. I mean we had apparently there was a done deal for him to go to Dallas. Apparently he signed off on it, and Mickey Loomis backed out because of the Anthony Davis situation. And that was after the 18 season, and that was after the Nola no-call. Peyton was willing to leave, so it's not like he was—he had to be convinced. But once he came back, and apparently, you know, decided to you know rededicate himself to the Saints, uh, this offer comes along, and like like you said, Eric, I think it was brilliant. I mean, it had to at least plant a seed. And then you start looking at things and then you're South Beach, it's twenty five million a year, it's all kinda of things.
0: Total control. Brady's Total your quarterback. Control. Come
3: on. Right. And Breeze is you know, no longer Drew Breeze and so so I I think the Saints deserve that number one pick. No doubt in my mind the Saints should get it. Let me just put it to you. Let's let's flip it. The Saints go after somebody's coach. Same situation. What you think, Goodell's? What you think, Goodell's doing to the Saints?
0: Throwing the biggest book he's got at him.
3: Throwing the the, the world's largest book (laughs) at the Saints. Right. And taking the draft picks and giving them to whatever team uh, the Saints, you know, whoever coached the Saints went after. Right. And it wouldn't be. It wouldn't even. It would not even be a second thought. But. Me because you know, nobody will ever convince me otherwise that because it's huh. the Saints, Goodell's not going to do anything. He can't. He's not going to do anything that he would proceed to be helping the Saints, even though the Saints were clearly. There's a clearly,
0: precedent too, Mike.
3: Uh, Precedents aside,
0: I mean, there's a, there's other teams that again had to do pick swaps. Okay, so there's out. a precedent oh, yeah. there. Now I understand Absolutely. that was with players, but still. You hey, know, and, 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 and you what, you, they took the first-round pick away from him? Okay, well, I, I know that hurt them. But, again, you hurt the, the – look, the Saints went from Super Bowl coach to a guy that could be a really good coach, but we have no idea. We have no right. idea. And like I said the other day, Mike, let me tell you, first of all, I would ban him and and try Tom Brady from ever going to the Dolphins. That's number one. That has to be part of it. Ban him. Cannot do it. Because what happens next year? He just says, okay, I'm going to go to the Dolphins. Well, I'm going to tell him I can say it right now. Wait, all those Saints fans that again say, "Oh, we love Sean Payton. Thanks, Sean Payton. Oh, we'll thank you." Well, hey, guess what? How are you gonna feel when he starts raiding your coaching staff? How are you gonna start feeling when he starts raiding your free agents? Okay, how are you gonna feel then? Yeah. So, to me, I would make it very difficult for him to either, to, either get, to either get to Miami. And if I and if I'm and if I am Mickey Loomis, huh, I'm holding out for again a treasure chest. Uh, of picks, and if he don't, they don't want to come out the picks. Then he could stay and, and do TV until his contract runs out.
3: Yeah, he could be out of coaching for at least two seasons then. But um this right. is no, actually
0: three total. Would, but yes,
3: well, yeah, it'd be, it'd be going into the third season. He'd be out. But um and from what I understand, uh Mickey Loomis was blindsided by Peyton. The whole Saints office was; they didn't see it coming. That's something I heard from a Which, couple. Which again, of if people. you
0: connect the dots, is it, like the seed, right? If you connect right. the dots there, that is again the seed being planted by Don Yee, twenty five million a year total control, Brady, South Beach. Yeah,
3: and um, apparently Sean Payton's confidant to somebody he took advice from was Mickey Loomis, and he apparently didn't go to Loomis and tell him about what's going on. Because I think he felt, well, Lewis would have just said, look, whatever your deal you're going to get, we'll match it. I mean, there's no way we're going to let you go. So I think Peyton— Right. Well, you know they don't want to let him go. I think—yeah. And so it's not like Peyton was never long, was never one that longed for other—you know, I don't think he was a lifer. I think Mike Dettia even said that Peyton told somebody that he's not a lifer, just like Bill Parcells was not a lifer, right? right. And but here's the difference. Bill Purcell's used to say, you know, after a time, you, you know, people stop hearing you as a coach. You know, you can't keep mm-hmm. it fresh. But that's when Bill, when Bill, Bill Purcell, Bill Purcell's coach, there was barely free agency. Now when you're right, roster, that's the point.
0: It's constant. There's a constant turnover.
3: Yeah, your roster turns over so often now that yeah, you do you don't get stale because you have an influx of new players coming in every season. And sure, guys like right. Cam Jordan might roll their eyes because he's been here so long. Right. But newer guys, you know, they hear this stuff and they're like, yeah, "Wow, they're, they're
0: going to they're, they're be in, 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 they're going to be into it." No, I, I'm with yeah. you. Hey, let's grab Joe. Joe's been hanging. Actually, Joe Helen was hanging before the break. So, Joe, Joe from uh, Joe, um, UT Joe's on on the on the line. UT Joe, what's happening, my man?
7: Yeah, real quick, um, can I ask you something? Uh, maybe you can answer this for me. Is there statues? Mm-hmm. Of the Purple People Leader in
3: Minnesota.
0: I don't know. I mean, again, there, I don't know a lot
3: about what goes on at
0: other stadiums.
3: Is there there's one statues statues
0: of there's a Jim Marshall? Doomsday there's a Jim Marshall one. Okay.
3: I think you have to check. Is there a statues of the Doomsday
0: Defense
7: or the Monsters of the Midway or even? I know there's four statues of the Steel Curtain, but they all won Super Bowls. Okay. I don't know
0: why y'all keep bringing. You know, it up Joe. Don't you know, Joe. I'm, I'm gonna look that up this weekend. I, yeah, and a, again, I'm gonna look I'm, that not, up this week. I'm gonna look and see again how many NFL stadiums have statues of uh, again, like you know, a great like you mentioned again, um, uh, the Doomsday Defense. Uh, you know, the, the fearsome foursome. Uh, it, mean, again, uh, you know, dangerous. out in Los Angeles. I, I'm is. gonna I'm gonna look that up.
7: I don't think there is. I really don't. The only one that I know of is the Steel Curtain. They've got four of them. They're all standing next to each other, and they all won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Four of them, okay?
4: Yeah.
7: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, if you keep putting up statues and jerseys and retiring numbers and none of them won Super Bowls, you're going to have a hodgepodge of players that nobody's going to But, care but I'm not about. talking
0: about that, Joe. I'm talking about Hall of Famers, okay? Well, now, okay now, 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 again, so the two. Deception of Archie Manning every jersey that would be retired would be a Hall of Famer. Hall okay, of fame. And you got two. And, so most, and most, most franchises too. have their Hall of Fame jerseys retired.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with that. I can agree
7: with that. If you're a Hall of Famer, hang it up and retire the number. Okay? But if you right. look at that ring of honor in the Superdome, it's nothing like what you see in Dallas. Every single one of them are Super Bowl winners in their Hall of Famers. Will Smith, I don't think. Is a Hall of Famer, and I know no it's a tragedy.
0: Will Smith shouldn't, and even, all that. shouldn't have been in there. Uh, look, Will Smith had to wait a long time before he was going to be in. Okay, right. I mean that, that's, it, honestly, and I look—I I don't want to be critical of a, of a man that obviously died in a horrible right. way, and right, of course right. it, was, it, was an it was an unfortunate ending. Yeah, come on, Haven't it is. Yet, but understand. they were—they were defensive linemen, and Mike can go. Mike can spit off three or four right now for you that are more deserving than Will Smith in that right. Ring of Honor.
3: Right, right.
7: No. right. And real quick, and, and again about this dolphins thing. Once again, really, you want picks because Peyton left on his own. Even though I know you plan. No, I want season, picks because Dad,
0: because they've been, they've been they've been they've been they've been found they they were tampering. Joe, Joe, they I got understand
4: the, that the, the, but the, the owner's was,
0: been banished. That's fine, but why do
7: you need to be compensated for it? He left on his own. He didn't leave because of the dolphin, and and if remember, Sergey right, this is the thirty fifth he tried to leave the Saints. Okay, and and for the the administration to be surprised, I doubt it because they did ask him think about it for thirty days. Okay, they knew.
0: something Yeah, no, no. He not. said, they, they, "Miss Miss Benson said, go to Cabo and think about it before you make a decision." But all that timeline is about the same, uh, though, Joe. The timeline is in January of 2022.
7: All okay, I'm saying so again, is, the you're you wanting something for nothing. No harm, no foul here. If you want Peyton back, you can have him. I guarantee you. Oh, you didn't I, want we, I didn't back. say want a
0: Peyton back now. I didn't say that. Right. I just said I want compensation for the tampering. That's it. They, uh, Joe, yeah, thanks there, for the phone just, call. I got to yeah. let you go now. Sorry, sorry, bud. We're up against the clock. Mike, I got three minutes left. You want to jump in here real quick?
3: Well, yeah. Joe Joe answered his own question when he said the Cowboys have a ring of fame for those guys. And now the Saints have something like that. But, yeah, I mean, they don't know how to do it. They put... Will Smith was one of the first ones. Really? Like you said, Will Smith, I mean, he he was a really good defensive lineman, but I mean, there's a list of defensive linemen you can put either with him or above him. I mean, Wayne Martin, Darren Howard, Joe Johnson. I mean, you can go down the list that were as good or better. So, uh, and as far as the compensation, it's not that Peyton left on his own. It's the tampering. It's the tampering. Now, you said yourself, other teams received something. Right. Because At least pick swaps. At
0: least pick tampered swaps. With.
3: It's like going behind somebody's back and saying, hey, hey, you know, why don't you come over here with us? We, You know, quit that team. They're no good for you anymore. We'll give you more money. We'll do this, we'll that. That's tampering. Be a man. Call a Saints and say, "Hey, can we talk to Sean Payton?" No, you can't. All right, we'll move. We'll go to the next person. Right,
0: so, and they did that after the tampering had occurred. Okay, they went and asked for permission.
3: Right, and, and they were denied. Right. Well, you know, of course they They were denied, and they knew they had to know. <laughs> they already <laughs> knew
0: at that point that they they had snaked around them and tried tried to tried to go the back but, door on them.
3: But they knew they knew they were they were going to be denied permission. You're going mm-hmm. to you're going to get permission to the best coach you've ever had to go talk to other teams. No, and I mean, look, Randy Mueller got fired probably because he went and talked to oh, was it Atlanta or somebody. There's
0: no doubt about he got fired when he went to go talk to Atlanta.
3: Yeah, yeah. So you know, if there's a precedent for it, it's not like we want something for nothing. Is it something we need? The, the Saints should get some sort of compensation for their team being tampered with.
4: I
0: agree. 100%. Mike, got one minute left. Tell the folks how they can find you on social media. Hold nine yards Michael, for us.
3: at Michael Fuzan on Twitter, Fuzan on football blog and podcast on the Anchor app, and hot off the bench with Scott Craig and myself. We were together. We did another show yesterday, and we uh, we talked about us maybe doing something and. For the upcoming season, a little post-game show, possibly on YouTube, but we just we're trying to work out the details. So, okay,
0: Mike, Stay I got to wrap it that. up. I'm up against the clock. Thanks so as always, my friend. I'll check in with you next week.
3: Always fun, my brother.
0: All right, that's Mike Basan. I'm Eric Ash. We'll be right back. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans' best burgers, poor boys' muffaladas, and family recipes, a St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available, Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview.
1: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than
0: 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 743 8080. That's 1 800 743 8080. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 743 8080. That's 1 800 743
1: 8080. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials.
0: Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13581. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating acpromise.com that's acpromise.com uh, and of course uh, they'll be there for you if your AC breaks down it's the William Grant family that's still this Friday extravaganza we'll be right back Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. iHeart Radio app. TuneIn in radio app. Our digital platforms. NASHFM1061.com. EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it very easily. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Uh, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, award-winning journalist Les East of CrestedSports.com is our guest. Hey, it's already up on our social media platforms for those that are outside the WLAE or Pelican Sports viewing area. It's on the TV YouTube page, and it'll be up on EricAsher.com by the end of the weekend. Uh, check out, again, Les East did a great job on Inside to Own Sports yesterday. Thanks to Mike Vazan for joining us on the, on the program in hour number one. Uh, Ron Higgins is going to join us from Tiger Details at about 5.15. We'll talk Tigers with him. We'll finish up with Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. We'll talk about the Saints, and we'll also talk about Sam Mills uh, with Glenn. Uh, And, of course, that will happen at 535 this afternoon. Today's program is brought to you by uh, our good friends at the William Grant Independent Family of Stilla since 1887. And, of course, uh, the Incredible Spirits. Uh, produced by our friends over at william grant Henrik's gin, Malago tequila, Rekavaka, have you tried them again, the hottest spirits on the market? Get out there and check them out uh, again um, Henrik's gin uh, different flavor profile than what you 're used to in terms of your gin, just so good, so tasty. those botanicals are incredible. Uh, Reikaavaka made with again Icelandic water, the purest water you get in the, in, in the entire world uh, and, and, and of course, um, you know you look right down the um, uh, the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, you know the, the the ingredients. That's what what sets it apart. Again, the the, the master distillers, how they go about their 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 business. Uh, again, all the way up and down the the portfolio, uh, including again the all star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich scotch whiskey, the Balvenie scotch whiskey, Grant's Splendid scotch whiskey. Look, uh, just the base uh, 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 spirits are fantastic. But you start going up in in terms of the years. Uh, again, in, in uh, of uh, uh, of of the uh, uh, of the scotches and you know how long um uh they have been in those incredible cask uh that um uh that, that they that they uh, are in and I'm telling you right now folks um I had an opportunity to be, be at a scotch tasting a few years ago with, with um with Scott Craig uh George Lorian invited us and as we went up uh, on on the on the Glenfiddich um uh, uh, uh cask in terms of um uh the um uh, the, the flavor profiles you would you'd taste the different flavors that were coming from the cast that that were that were involved in the scotch and I'm I'm just telling you just a wonderful wonderful again uh, uh, portfolio of spirits especially when you start talking about again these the the, the scotches which again um, William Grant has made their their, their their name on. Fifth generation Scottish family distiller. Uh, of course, Telemore do Irish whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world with the Irish drink. Uh, the, the, the bourbon portfolio, Hudson Bourbon, fistful of bourbon whiskey. Not just, again, great bourbons, but again, the price point is fantastic. Uh, and then, then, of course, uh, Sailor Jerry rum, uh, and, and of course, the uh, Nicar- uh, uh, Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum. Uh, both are fantastic rums for you. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, post those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org. Uh, I'm telling you folks, this is a great organization that has been taking care of Louisiana military, uh, active military uh, members and, of course, retired military members and their families. Over $200,000 of financial aid have been given out since 2012. Uh, congratulations to George Laureano. Uh, Republic Beverage, William Grant, all getting involved in this give back uh, to again those that have given so much to us. Uh, again, funding for living expenses, mortgage payments, rent, uh, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. Uh, your donations go directly again to the to the uh, uh, to to the uh, uh, the former military, active military members, and their families. And here's another way: buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum in Louisiana, uh, again, a portion of those proceeds are going right to the God, God Foundation. It's a great give back, uh, and you feel really good about it. And, of course, Sailor Jerry rum is a fine spiced rum. Uh, again, a, a, a one of the I'm telling you right now, I've said it before. I uh, make this Mardi Gras punch, and I, and I went from like five, six, seven different rums, man, uh, you know, trying to get the concoction right when we, when we lived on, uh, on uh, in Mid-City on, on, on Jeff Davis. And uh, for the Endemium Parade, right, folks would come over and I'd have the punch for them. Uh The last few years of that, I, I went with Sailor Jerry rum. First of all, it was less costly for me, but the flavor was so much better. Uh, just a, per, a perfect spice rum for you. And then don't forget, Drambuie. You cannot make a rusty nail without Drambuie. That's also part of the portfolio of William Grant. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning. And If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. Burkhardt's got you covered, right? Uh, First of all, again, uh, a a crew, all they're dedicated to doing is, again, installing generators. That's all they do. Okay, They're experts at generators. Jason Burkhardt is also an expert. He'll come out to your home, sit down with you or your business, do a consultation with you, educate you on, again, uh, the type of generators that, that are available for you, and then you make the decision. Finance that over time. You can do that with low monthly notes. Also, get a new install quality check after one month. Burkhart has you covered with, with anything they install, with, with coming out and making sure you don't operate the system. Then there's 24-7, 365 emergency, emergency service with all the parts you need for your generator. Hey, at Burkhart, they take care of the whole process for you, planning, permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team are experts. They do it all. And Like, like I said the other day, uh, there's at least three inspections in Jefferson Parish for a generator. OK, that they have to come out and imagine having to take off for work for every one of those inspections. You don't have to. Burkhardt takes care of everything for you. It's a one stop shop for generator needs. When you think when you are thinking generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. Uh, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program from TigerDetails.com. He covers the LSU Tigers for for that great publication. Um got oh, we got we got a, we got a voicemail okay uh, my let's take a quick break here because I want to reset get him on the line uh, you're listening to inside New Orleans Eric Asher with you until six we'll be right back This report is sponsored by KFC, KFC's $5 mac and cheese bowls. For a limited time, get a big bowl of creamy mac and cheese topped with crispy chicken and sprinkled with even more melty cheese for just $5. Available in classic or spicy. Order now on the KFC app or KFC.com. That's finger looking good.
2: Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from the 310 to Veterans. And also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the High Rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from bonnable to just before veterans also in the meantime look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the west bank expressway the crescent city connection and the Train expressway as delays are heavy from lafayette street to the claiborne Earhart exit and also look out for an accident over in the right lane 10 eastbound at morrison i'm at robinson broadcasting from the attorney mike brander traffic center
0: Caster with you until 6 o'clock. Glenn Gilbo, Outkick.com will be joining us at 5.35 this afternoon. Joining us now on the program is Ron Higgins from Details.com. Ron, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Ron. Thanks for joining us as always. Uh, LSU back at camp day two of, of again, their, uh, their fall camp. You were there yesterday and got a chance to be able to see uh, uh, the Tigers. Um, I, I watched your uh, uh, your, uh, uh I don't know if it, uh, your, your, video, uh, yesterday after practice as I, as I try to do, as you put these videos up for Tiger details. And, um, uh, you seem pretty impressed with the way Brian, when Brian Kelly has, uh, has structured his practices,
8: huh? It's very structured, uh, uh, it's constant motion. They're being, you know at the end of a period, like they like, I don't have many periods they have they're sprinting to the next station. Uh, they're being coached, uh, he walks all around the field. He leaves nothing unturned. I mean, he's, he's into everything. He knows who's doing what. Uh, you know, he doesn't uh, he doesn't stick with one group and, and stay there for a long, long time. He, he sits there and, and he keeps moving. But, yeah, I, I like him because, uh, you know, he, he, he reminds me a lot of, of Nick Saban in the sense he's a, a no-BS guy. Uh, he's comfortable in his own skin of being a veteran football coach who's won. And he knows how to win. He's not into you know mottoes, you know no one team one heartbeat, he's not into naming days of the week after for practice to you know for themes uh he, he's a He's a football coach and and, and I think the confidence is, you know the, the, the players get confidence from that knowing this guy has a system, he knows what he's doing, and he he knows how to get us better.
0: One thing that it really impressed me was. Um, letting, making sure that the players took accountability for themselves, for their teammates, and for the team, and we saw that during this off season. Maybe something that, again that has been devoid for a while in, in Baton Rouge in terms of the players taking accountability again for you know the, the, the themselves and the team. Um, how do you think that's worked out uh, in the off season now, leading in the, into fall camp?
8: Well, did you see any player arrests? Not one. No, no, no player arrests. No, no no discipline problems. Uh, yeah, they're very much into self-policing and also in very much of, you know, he's one of these, he's an, he's an old school coach with some new wave uh, sensibilities. Uh, he's big into the uh, mental approach. I mean, he had, he's had a mental, a, a, a mental coach come in uh, to work with players and just how to mentally approach every day. I mean, how to mentally approach games. It's just, he just, he gets it. He understands that it's more than just being physical and playing football training. There's a lot of elements that go into it and he wants to prepare a team as best they can. But he also, again, uh, lets his team, you know, set up a system where they're motivated to, you know, uh, hold each other accountable. And obviously, I mean, uh, this team was in great shape when it came in yesterday and Brian Kelly said so. And, uh, and, again, they had no off-season problems. Uh, and
0: uh,
8: and you can't, have, can't always say that about LSU.
0: No, especially, yes, in recent times, no doubt about it. Uh, everybody wants to know what you saw of the quarterbacks yesterday. Uh, again, kind of unprecedented you guys got a chance to be there. And, plus, from what I understand, you're also going to be, have, have an opportunity to be at both scrimmages, am I right?
8: Uh, so yeah, it's stunning. I mean, one of the problems, I, mean, I know people don't want, you know hear about Media and think they have you know don't feel sorry for us or have problems, but when you're a sports writer in the preseason camp, you'd like to see players in action in scrimmages, so you can make an honest assessment. You can under, I mean you can uh, see what's going on and better inform you know people how these persons playing or if the offensive lines playing well. Blah blah blah. I mean this is what you want to do, but when you don't get that, you're kind of left guessing and you're left up to the head coach whether he's telling the truth or not, or, you know, candy coated coat it or make it seem like better than it is? And then, you know, we write what he says, and then the first game, the other awful, and you're like, really? This is how bad they were? Well, you know, why, why, if we would seen this, we might have known, you know, say, you know, you know, the first game might be tough, blah, 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 don't expect much. That's that's best spot. That's important to being in the scrimmages, and to be in two scrimmages is awesome. You know, we'll get to yep. see the quarterback battle play out. Right. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll actually see guys, you know, throwing the ball, making plays, making not making plays, making the right reasons. I mean, doing things to either win or lose a job. And that's the. I, mean, I like the fact that he's secure enough to, to to let us in to watch. A lot of coaches are, are paranoid. I mean, they they just they think footballs war like they're guarding nuclear secrets or something. And this guy is comfortable up in his own skin, and he may not let us do this next year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact he's doing it now and letting us see, you know, uh, you know how the sauce is made is really is is, uh, is really great. So we're looking forward to you know to the two scrimmages we get to watch the entire scrimmage, you know, and you know there are some stipulations, and I understand them. One stipulation for scrimmages or practices is that you can't live report or tweet anything from practice,
4: mm-hmm. and
8: uh, I don't mind that, and I try to explain to to younger reporters who get angry about that. Why well, can't we tweet? Well, here's, what, here's, here's something they never think about. If a kid gets hurt in practice, I mean, you I mean, you tell he has a serious practice injury. And before the parents of that kid even have a chance to be called by somebody, by a trainer or a coach or anything to say, your kid, you're something seriously hurt. Before that even happens, if some guy tweets, hey, so-and-so just ripped up his knee, he looks really bad, that's just ethically it's wrong. You know, you you, you, want, you want the parents to find out from the school, and then afterwards the, the head coach will, will, will fill you in on, on mm-hmm. you know, the prognosis or, or whatever. Sure. Uh, and and we can, I, I can live with those rules, but, but it's nice to be in the scrimmage. Listen, the quarterback, it's going to be a hell of a battle. I mean, you've got guys with two different styles. You've got Miles Brennan, who's got a big arm and uh, most experienced in the sense that he's been around LSU for this as a six-year senior. Uh, he understands where to go with the ball and plays, understand how to get his team in the right plays. You can tell he's experienced. You got Jane Daniels from Arizona State, the transfer, who's a, a really good run option quarterback. Uh, passing needs to improve. Uh, it's kind of shaky in the spring, but he's a great athlete. they got to figure a way to get him on the field. Then you have Garrett Nussmeyer, uh, uh, a freshman who played uh, some of the end of last year. Uh, he's improved a lot. Uh, you know, He was a, a Really a gunslinger in the last year, and he's improved a lot of, as far as running offense and making the plays and uh, making plays when he has to without forcing stuff. Uh, and then you have you have Howard, you know the, the freshman from Lafayette. Well, I feel it's probably going to be redshirted because uh, he's a talent. But you got those you got choices, and you know that's it's nice to have choices. And it would be surprise me to, to see, you know, I'm like Brian Kelly wants to play two quarterbacks, but Brennan and Daniels are so different in that they're, they're, what they bring to the table. I think you might see that.
0: Ron Higgins of TigerDetails.com dot com is our guest. Ron, uh, some new faces on that offensive line that, that that may have some significant playing time this year, right? Yeah, I mean, you have Will Campbell, freshman. I mean, a true freshman who may be their
8: best offensive line. and he's his best guy in the spring. Uh, yeah, a couple of guys, transfers to Bond Schwartz is one guy. I mean, they, they look, th- this is this is welcome to the new age of the transfer portal. LSU has 23 new transfers on this team since the start of uh, started January. 23 new phases transferred in all over the place. I mean, a lot from Power 5 schools. Uh, something a lot of guys will start. A lot of guys will back up. But, you know, LSU only had like 39 players on scholarship at the, uh, the bowl game last year. They, they were really down on numbers. So he had to shop the, the transfer portal pretty, pretty heavy. It's not really, he doesn't do that every year. But he thinks he had to get his numbers back up. But that's the whole thing right now that people got to realize going this first game is that uh, there's not a lot of positions decided at this point. And he's got to decide them before September 4th. He's got to figure out an offensive line starters, and they've got to get, got to get chemistry. Uh, you know, he's got to figure out his, his receiving rotation, his quarterbacks. He's got to figure out. There's not very many people penciling the stars, as you said, and that's new for him because that hasn't happened in other places he's been. And this is this is a unique situation. So uh, they're going to be busting their butt every day to, to, to try to figure things out, and get people in the right places, and uh, that's why. Uh, a lot of this stuff is accelerated. I mean, uh, you know, in the spring, they were kind of learning the system. Now they're they're kind of really implementing stuff and, and going to a you know,
0: high-speed mode. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense. It looks like again, uh, the defensive line will be the strength. But they got some some, as you mentioned, guys came in in the transfer portal. They're going to play linebacker with this team. That that again, look, they're going to contribute immediately. The secondary again looks uh, looks uh, uh, is going to look a lot different because of the changeover. I'll bring in some guys in from the transfer portal as well. Uh, critique the defense for for us and maybe some. I think this defense will be their strong point. I think,
8: I I mean. I just don't know what they're going to get from the offense early in the year because of the offensive line. Uh, but I know the defensive line is great. I mean, it's, it's got some absolute studs up there. Um, Mason Smith is uh, just absolute. I mean, if he stays healthy, uh, he's a sophomore. His, his physique is unbelievable. He's unbelievably fast and quick. He gets to, get to the backfield in a hurry being uh, that they got two great Russians and, and Ali Gay and B.J. Al- J- Al- uh Their linebackers are, are pretty solid across. I mean Mike Jones, the Clemson transfer, transfer uh, from Clemson last year. Uh, he was the outside linebacker at Clemson. He took most of last year to learn the inside part of it. Uh, he's had uh, you know a really uh, good spring. Greg Penn, another guy who was a freshman last year. He's looked good at linebacker. Uh, Lot, their defense is going to have to carry him for, for a few games until I mean at least I, that's what I can see right now unless there's a big jump of improvement the offense the defense is going to have to be you know, shutting people down uh, and I really think they can I mean in the secondary you got all new really a bunch of new cornerbacks and Jared Bernard Converse from Oklahoma State has you know played a, a ton of starts in his career there a kid from Lafayette I mean. Uh, two guys in Arkansas. I mean, I mean, again, this is a new age of, of transfer portal, and you really are trying to put together mm-hmm. a team on the run, especially if you have guys who didn't come in in January or were hurt and didn't didn't practice. Uh, you're trying to plug all these people in, you know, right now, while in, in your first year and the fact that you do, you're not really familiar with the people who are returning, who were on last year's team, you you had him in the spring, mm-hmm. but you know he never uh, he never laid I eyes. Mean, Kelly never laid eyes on on Keishawn Butte on the field until yesterday. I think mean, Butte was out in the spring right. uh, after surgery. He'd never seen him before until yesterday. So that's what you're kind of dealing with right now. And and uh, mm-hmm. but I think I think Kelly really likes this challenge. You know, look, he look. Man, he was comfortable. He's 60 years old. He's comfortable. He was at Notre Dame. He had a sure. national championship team last year he had one come back this year uh, i really think you know besides the fact that he wanted to go to a place that was proactive on facilities and probably a, a much better in state talent base and uh, and playing in the best conference in America i really think of i really think he, he just he wanted the challenge of taking over a program that won national championships and feel like you know i can win one too but but at least that he can turn it pretty quick. And I think he kind of likes that. And, again, when you talk to him, there's no BS. He gives you really good answers. uh, And he doesn't sugarcoat stuff. He really doesn't.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to the season, and I, I think that the uh, the Tigers are being underrated by a lot of people right now. Uh, and and I, I'm I'm, in, I'm interested to see again the new coaching staff and how these players react to him. No doubt about it. Ron, thank you for the time today. We certainly appreciate it. Tell the folks about Tiger Details now. They can follow you on social media. You go to
8: TigerDetails.com. Uh, it's a pay website. It's a Rivals pay website. However, about all of my stuff is outside the paywall. So you, you click there and click on my stories. They're, they're all free. So you can read me free and uh, also on Twitter at Ron Higg, R-O-N-H-I-G-G.
0: Thank you, my friend. We'll check in with you soon. Appreciate your time today. Take care. We'll see you. You got it. That's Ron Higgins again at TigerDetails.com. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. I keep telling you about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. But did you know that again you could go online and shop uh, again uh, Southern Tire's online tire ca- t- tire uh, catalog uh, for hassle-free tire buying experience? That's right. Just head to the website and uh, and click on uh, on on the tires, and you'll be able to again peruse all the tires that are available for you right there online. So again, you're ready for uh, for when you want to have to southern tire install that brand new tire for you it's hassle-free May again it's one of those again opportunities that uh, that that uh, southern tire gives you to make again easy uh for you when again when it's time to be able to again change out those tires when it's time to get that vehicle checked out again Uh, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, and, of course, the Piazza family standing behind all their work. Remember, on that website, southerntire.com, also got a diagnostic page for you to be able, again, uh, troubleshoot any problems with the vehicle. Looking for a new set of tires or wheels up to 30 inches? Financing is available. Again, looking for a company you can trust to be able to keep your vehicle on the road? It's Southern Tire. Hickory & Airline and Memory, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire, here in the airline in Metairie. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again by our friends at William Grant. It is the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Coming up next, Glenn Gilbo, Outkick.com. Don't move. at Mambos.
1: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance.
0: For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 743 8080. That's 1 800 743 8080. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 743 8080. That's 1 800
1: 743 8080. Select Quote. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to RapidUrgentCare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. acpromise.com. In the market for a new system for your home or your business. Uh, before you sign that contract with anybody else, make sure, again, you uh, contact my friends at Burkhardt. Uh, remember, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And, of course, they truly a company you can trust. Uh, they authorize authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And, of course, uh, when it it comes to uh, making sure you're taken care of, whenever gouge you, never cheat you, Uh, and, again, again, only doing the work that's necessary. I've used Burkhardt for decades. You can trust Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, uh, Rudy, uh, Glenn is ready. You can get him up on the line uh, when, when you can, please. Uh, just a quick note. Uh, again, today's uh, program is brought to you by uh, William Grant, independent family still since 1887. Uh, it's the weekend. You deserve an opportunity again to uh, get out there and enjoy a great cocktail, right? Whether you're doing that uh, at home or again at your favorite uh, uh, at your favorite um, uh, bar. Uh, again, um, uh, reach for a William Grant product: Henry's Gin, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vodka. Uh, hottest spirits on the market. Also, again, don't forget about that All Star line of scotches: Glenfiddich Scotch whiskey, Grant's blended Scotch whiskey, Bal- the Balvini Scotch whiskey. How about Telemore Dew Irish whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world? Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in the in Louisiana Porzo proceeds to the God Foundation. www.gotourtroops.org, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their family with two hundred thousand dollars in financial aid given. That's www.gotourtroops.org. GodOurTruth.org, that's, again, since 2012. Uh, buy a bottle of Cilindra rum. You're giving back to, again, those who have given so much to us. Florida County Nicaraguan rum. Monkey's Shoulder uh, and uh, uh, is also, again, another scotch that, that we have, as well as, again, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey uh, and Hudson Bourbon, Trambouille, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Independent family distiller since 1887. Proud sponsor of our Friday program. All right. Thanks to Ron Higgins for joining us on the program from Tiger Details. Uh, my good friend Glenn Gilbo now joins us uh, from OutKick.com. Glenn, how
9: are you, Bud? Good. Happy Friday, uh, Eric. I'm, I'm glad you were just talking about cocktails because um, I'm having a uh, St. Arnold's lawnmower beer right now. All right. I'm grilling a couple of steaks, but you know, I've just
0: nothing wrong with that. What time do we eat tonight? Shortly. Shortly. Oh, you Shortly. mean for right you right and your show. wife? I'm sorry. I didn't want to intrude. <laughs>
9: right after the show, if you, if you can get to Baton
4: Rouge.
0: Man, I tell you what, when, 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 hey, Glenn, when, when, when they get that Amtrak train going, baby, it ain't going to take, take too long to get back and forth to Baton Rouge. We ever get that oh, thing man. going, that high-speed rail.
9: Oh, man, that would be so cool. That would, Wouldn't that, that would be cool? I mean, jump
0: on the train and you're in Baton Rouge. For you, I mean, again, because that's going to take you almost right there by the Saints camp or, or to the Dome. I mean it'd be for you have to bring your car to go to see the Saints games on Sunday, you know, to to cover the games. You can jump jump on the train, jump on the train, get back.
9: I tell you what, the restaurants in Baton Rouge aren't gonna be getting my credit card anymore if that happens. Amen.
0: <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you. Be, you'll be I'll going be, to New Orleans and just why not? Okay? Jump dinner, on high speed rail, be in New Orleans and then you know, and you know, down at the uh, uh, down at the train station. Uh, Catching Uber, or walk to your favorite restaurant? I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Yeah. That's for sure. No doubt about it. That would it. be awesome. Hey, that would be awesome. No, and hopefully they'll get, again. They're supposed to be. They're moving forward closer to that. Supposed to get done. There's a lot of talk. They just had an article in, in the Pick you this week about the airport, where again they're also going to set up a, a shuttle that from from the airport to to the um, uh, to the Amtrak um, um, train that would either take you to downtown New Orleans or go the opposite way to Baton Rouge for you. So um, yeah, you know we're, on, we're talking lot.
9: about that. we were talking about that when we came back from vacation because we flew uh-huh. out of New Orleans and we landed, uh, you know, Tuesday night in New Orleans, and you know, tired. It's it's nine o'clock, and we had to make that drive. Yes, <clears throat> back to Baton Rouge, and you know, if we'd had the to- had a little train or something, we might have been able to get something to eat before we uh, hopped on the train. But, uh, yeah, that's going to that's gonna make flying out of New Orleans much better for uh, people in Baton Rouge and, and, you know, all over the state, really.
0: I agree. And, 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 look, most modern cities have that, right? And, again, we need that. Uh, and hopefully yes. that's going to happen. That would be a, a boon to Baton Rouge's economy and New Orleans. Uh, you know, again, people want to go up to see the ball game, go see – uh, go, go, let's say LSU's basketball is – a top, uh, top team. You're going know, to see LSU basketball. Jump on the train, you're back home in a, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes. So, I mean, no nothing traffic. wrong with that, man.
9: No parking. Could you imagine right. the party training from New Orleans? Oh, New Orleans come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: It'd
9: be awesome, man.
0: <laughs> it's going to be, be dangerous this, is, this, is this, what it's going
9: it, to it be. We should be running this <laughs> town, Eric. You, me, and
0: Connor. <laughs> Amen to that, baby. Amen to that. I'm right there <laughs> with you. <laughs> We'd be further along. At least we have the love for the town. We'd be further along, that's for sure.
6: That's I right. wanted to
0: bring you on today uh I love reminiscing with you. Uh, you you know we 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 we're, we're the same, you know, we're in the, in the same uh coming the same year in terms of the Saints. We've seen everything since 67 and and tomorrow uh Sam Mills is being inducted uh posthumously in into the uh, into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Just your memories of of Sam Mills.
9: You know, Sam Mills was uh was the Saints Mike Singletary, man. I mean, that that's the kind of player he was. Middle linebacker, and had the same attitude and leadership. I mean, he he was all business, man, and he 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 kind of kept that that great linebacking core together. In my mind, um, I never forget there was a there was a season finale in the dome that the Saints had to win, and they had to have somebody else win to, to get the, into the playoffs. The Saints won, but the other things didn't happen, so they didn't go. And we were talking, and, and the Saints found out they weren't going like during the game because they were tracking the game. And and I was talking to Sam in the locker room after the game. I think it was like maybe '90, uh, early '90s or something, uh, maybe '89. Um, but uh, and uh, he was like, "Hey, I didn't I didn't even think about that. You know, we, we were there to win the game." And uh, he, he he was he he and he said it like Singletary. You know, he, yeah, he wanted to go to the playoffs, but but his mission that day was to win the game, and uh, Sam Mills is like, I mean, he's one of the biggest mistakes the Saints ever made in letting him go right along with Morton Anderson. You know, they thought they were being smart and getting rid of a guy before they had any time left, you know, or or many years left, and each of those guys had a lot of time left. Sam Mills was a great player in Carolina, beat the Saints a couple times, several times. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that uh, that was part of the downfall of the Saints when they got rid of Sam Mills. I'll
0: let him go. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, of course, Carolina has adopted him as their own. Uh, the yeah. statue in front of the stadium, uh, yeah. he's thought as to be the greatest Panther ever, okay? I mean, you know, the keep pounding, uh, again, is something they still do today Right. Uh, in, in, right. Term, in terms of pregame. I mean, uh, you know, Sam Mills had such an influence on that franchise, uh, you, know, you know, I mean, and, and, and I guess selfishly I'm like, no, 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 he's a saint, okay? He's a saint. Uh you know he like he was he was the opened up the door for the team to be respectable you know finally again after decades of of again futility
9: no question and and really, he did the same thing in both places because when he when he came to the Saints, he came with Mora, he came from the u s f l and you know people didn't think he was going to make it because he was he was small, but, but he became a leader of that team that was was bad when he got there, and I think there were seven and nine his his first season. And and he's a a lot of the reason they became one of the best NFL teams in, in in the league. Uh, one of the best teams in the NFL for, for years on DeMora, especially, and the best defense, no question. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Well, think about it, Doug,
0: Glenn. I mean, Vaughn Johnson, Sam Mills come over from the USFL, and the influence of USFL on, again, turning the Saints into winners uh, can, cannot be understated. You know, from Bobby Bear again, playing the quarterback position. Uh, you could talk about the running back position. Um, you know, um, uh, Buford Jordan coming over there. Uh, again, the uh, – uh, uh, Antonio Gibson, the safety. Uh, they had a Kaminsky, uh, the lineman. I mean, they were like about ten or or, or twelve players that again that that contributed on on their Saints teams that came from the USFL. A lot of that again, Mora having firsthand knowledge coaching either for, those guys are coaching against those guys, and and they made such a difference for the Saints. And just again, the all-time greatest linebacker core. Think about it. They draft Swilling. Okay. Uh, uh, after what is it they draft? Was wasn't Swilling the draft pick for uh, that they got for um, for Willie Roach? Was that was that what it was when they when they traded him? I'm trying to think again. But they 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 draft Swilling, and yeah, and, they, yeah. and they end and then they end up. And they had Jackson from from again the uh, from from the bum from the bum, bum days. Yeah, bum
9: draft, right? Jackson. From
0: bum days, and then you bring in these two linebackers from the USFL, and all of a sudden again it's the greatest linebacker core in the history of the NFL.
9: Yeah. I do remember at David Drive there, uh, people were asking Sam Mills and the other uh, players from the USFL about, you know, moving up to the NFL and and did they have it? <laughs> and Sam said, well, you know, we had as good facilities in the USFL as we got here, but he was talking about David Drive, if you remember that.
4: I mean, yeah, that I do, like right. A,
9: the the, the, the like trailers at David dollar. Drive. Yeah, it was like a junior. They didn't even have 100-yard field. The practice field wasn't even right. 100 yards. That explained a lot of things. But uh no, it was that was funny. I mean, they they came right in and and, and took over and, and and Mills was the uh was a leader of that. And he was he was consistent. You know, that that's the thing about him and and you know, he didn't he didn't really get the headlines like like Swilling and and Ricky Jackson, but mm-hmm. he was he was probably the most dependable.
0: Yeah, and, and I had that backwards. That was the Swilling trade to Detroit brought Willie Roach to New Orleans. That was, that was backwards. He was he was he was drafted by the Saints out of, out of Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech. But, yeah, right? But that was drafted. a great that was a great linebacking core. And look, they they had a great front line as well with Warren and Wilkes. I mean, uh, and you know even oh, the yeah. secondary, which wasn't as as good as maybe the first two levels weren't bad. But man, when you got a linebacking core like they had, oh come
9: on. Yeah, Maura drafted Swilling. Uh, yep. But, yeah, that was uh, that defense was fun to watch. I mean, you know, those offenses struggled, obviously, those years. But watching that defense was like watching an offense. I mean, it was, uh, you know, swilling with the, you know, it was always the, the edge rusher. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you just knew that they weren't going to get more than uh, a couple of plays each series. Uh, well, the game I always remember was is that uh, in the 7-9 and season in 86, when they beat the Rams and Eric Dickerson, Six to nothing, if I remember right. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't have many games like that even back then. No, and, we, and, and like,
0: for 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 us as fans, okay, it was the first chance for us to, again to to be in a situation where they were contenders. You know, I can remember against Pittsburgh when when again they got the first winning record. I mean, you know, again this place was bananas. Um oh, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and you know, Eight, number, t- pl- the, the, the fan base is a little bit spoiled now after the Super Bowl and the success from Sean Payton, but back then uh it, it was something we had never experienced before
9: oh the 87 season was really i mean th- as far as the fan excitement i mean it was really on the same level as as the super bowl season it it really was yep. because yes because cause, you know even the super bowl year in 09 the saints did just win the uh the uh they they played for the NFC title in 2006 you know so so they they right. were winning you know, and Haslett had taken them to the playoffs once, and they were kind of contenders. Uh, but but in '87, man, that was that was the first time they were obviously a good team, and that that was just a real exciting time to to be in New Orleans. I remember I was in Alexandria at the paper there, but I remember coming mm-hmm. in for a lot of Saints games that year.
4: No
0: doubt about it. A lot of that had to do with that with that defense. I uh, want to want to touch on one more thing with you before we before we close out today. Uh, the tampering situation between the Miami Dolphins and and and, and, and the and the Saints for Sean Payton, uh, obviously again the own, owners of the um, of the Dolphins have been uh, have been fined. They've they've been um, banished right now from um, and suspended from any type of of uh, of dealings with the with the uh, with the Dolphins or the NFL. Uh, a first round pick this year and a, a third round pick in 2023 have been taken from the Dolphins. I have been saying all week long uh, that that again that the seed was planted by Don Yee when. Uh, Back in that timeline of January 2022, uh, before Pey- Peyton made his decision to move on, uh, about, you know, four years, $100 million, total control, et cetera. Brady's going to be the quarterback, part of ownership. And it had to affect Peyton in some form or fashion, whether he was oh, ready to no take question. a break or not. Uh, and, I, and I feel like the Saints should be getting some type of – instead of that draft pick going away, it should be coming to the Saints, uh, you know, for, for tampering. What are your ta- what's your take on this situation? We've got about five minutes.
9: Oh, they definitely deserve a, a first-round draft choice. There's no question about it because, you know, there's no way it didn't enter into into Sean's decision. Now, maybe maybe he would have left anyway without that, but it definitely motivated him. And if he had any doubts, that was the uh, clincher, you know. And and uh, and, and and boy, how, how also how how close did the Saints come to getting Tom Brady too? Had had right. had the Saints beat the Rams like they sh- like if if the game was officiated right, they would have beat the Rams, and Breeze probably would have retired after that season. Even if they would have lost the Super Bowl, you know, there's been some people, a lot of people think that, and then they could have got Brady right after. So it's sure. amazing how how things can well, turn out. Like all what the Tampa time. Bay
0: did, where it got him a Super Bowl. But yeah. here's the difference: yeah. the Saints weren't tampering. <laughs> Brady yeah, was going to be right. a free agent. And Brady was waiting to see what Breeze exactly. was going to do before he committed to, to any other team because he wanted to play for, for Sean Payton. Uh, but then they do right. this end around to try to get to the Dolphins. And I'll take it another step further, and I've said it on this program all week long, I banned both Brady and Payton from going to the Dolphins. In other words, well, Brady's going to be a free agent. He could go there. Well, Peyton obviously, at this point, can go anywhere he wants. There's going to be compensation back to the Saints. I would ban them from going to from going to the the, the Dolphins after the tampering.
9: Well, I I think let them go to the Dolphins, but give the Saints you know one or two first round draft choices, or one first round draft choices, mm-hmm. one first round draft choice, and a third or something. Saints ought to get some kind of compensation for that. And and heck with where where they go, that the team that they go to ought to automatically uh, give a first-rounder to the team they tampered with right. or team.
0: Uh, I agree. And, and again, the, again, they called it the, the, some of those egregious tampering they've seen uh, with with this situation. And, look, again, you you, you can't convince me that it, it – I'm sorry. Somebody tells you that somebody wants you and they want to give you $100 million a year, uh, that's going to turn your head. I mean, $100 million over four years, that's going to turn your head. It, there's no the way around it. Not to mention Tom Brady. Yeah. Exactly. Tom Brady's going to be the quarterback.
9: Who would not take that job? You go from Drew Brees yeah. to Tom Brady?
0: Come it, on. It, in a minute. And you got full control again? And look, yeah, what, what's, what is he looking for now? Warm weather city, total control, quarterback. Those are the three things that we hear he wants. Yeah,
9: and you can't blame him. Man. I mean, you know, I know no, I'm not. Know. I'm, again, it's for him, nature. he's listening. I would listen, too. Well, I'm saying you. I, I'm, I'm saying you. I mean people, not No, you. no, I understand. Specifically. but But, you know, that's that was right up Sean's alley. I mean, so he's going to take that. Um, And, and I guess he could have turned him in, but I mean, you know, he's already done his time for the NFL. (laughs) Sure. But uh, I mean, it's not his job to, you know, make sure Miami gets proven guilty of tampering. I mean, you know, that's that's like paying a, that's like paying a college kid. Uh, money to play before nil, you yeah. know, or a But high you could best believe
0: Mickey Loomis wasn't happy about it, and and, and oh, I'm no. sure the Saints uh, Saints
9: front office was not happy about it. No, they should get compensated by by the Dolphins. There's no question, or or, no, or maybe a separate, I don't understand a separate anybody separate pit, that, that pit, you know, right?
0: I don't understand anybody can't see this and and see that again that the the Saints need something coming back here. Okay, whether yeah. Peyton left or not, it, it's immaterial at that point. Always a pleasure, my friend. So glad, I'm glad you had a great vacation. I got a chance to be able to kind of watch what's going on on Facebook. And uh, <laughs> back to the grind now, huh, bro? Yep,
9: yep. Well, it, you know, August is a little slow, but we're, we're getting right. warmed up. And then I was making my press credentials today. I'm, I'm going to be at that Alabama at Texas game. I'll be at LSU-Florida State. Beautiful. Uh, there's, there's a lot of big games uh, coming up. But, uh, yeah, go to Detroit on vacation, man. It's, it's a little known. Next year we're going to Newark.
0: Oh, okay, Newark, Detroit, Newark. Okay, I'm I'm not touching either one of them. I'm not. Telling, I'm not. I know what I want to say, but I'm not going to touch either one of them. I'm not, I'm I'm no not way going to Newark, work. man. I'm not
9: going. <laughs> yeah, to no, Newark. you're not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, bud, thanks for the time. That's Glenn Gobo, LSUBeatTweetOutKick right. dot is is where you can find him. We'll check in with you next week. Have a great weekend, Glenn. All right, don't forget, folks. Burkhardt, uh, though. I'm sorry. Don't forget about our friends over at uh, William Grant, our proud sponsor for today's program. Henry's Jim, Malago, Tequila, Rayka Vodka. Oh man, look, it's time for a cocktail, right? I mean I'm I'm a few minutes away. Why don't you mix yourself up one while I'm talking about it? And do it with a William Grant product. How about again that all star lineup of scotches, Scotch, Lymphitic Scotch whiskey, the Balvini Scotch whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, single malt, uh bourbon's more your style, fistful of bourbon, Hudson bourbon whiskey. That's the bourbon portfolio. Uh, Irish whiskey. Oh, come on. It's Teleborn Dew. Second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. You're making a rusty nail. You can't do it without Drambuie. That's part of the the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, Florida Canyon Nicaragua rum and Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. Of course, those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.godouttroops.org. Reach for a William Grant product, your favorite spirit store, uh, your favorite restaurant, your favorite bar. Insist on it. Again, William Grant, uh, independent family to Silas since 1887. All right. Again, thanks to uh, Rudy Dixon back in studio producing. Also want to thank our guests today, Mike Vazan, Ron Higgins of out of. Um of uh, Tiger Details. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. want to thank all the great sponsors. Sponsor our program. Go to EricAsher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors. Sponsor our show. We thank each and every one of those sponsors for their support. And look, we thank you for supporting those sponsors. Thanks so much. Uh, Especially when you go into that sponsor's uh, place of business, let them know. Tell them Big E sent you. They'll know exactly what you're talking about. Also, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Uh, Les East, award-winning journalist from PressCitySports.com, uh, is our guest. Also, Saturday down south, he did a great job. It's also on our social media platforms and on the WLA TV YouTube page as well. So, again, an opportunity to be able to catch out, catch the award-winning, and new, award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. And uh, coming up next... Uh, is going to be all-access. Ken Trahan's taking the day off. Lenny Van Gilder's sitting in. Renee Nato's going to be there. Renee's going to talk a little bit about what's going on with the uh, the induction of Sam Mills. Uh, It ought to be a really great show. So, again, keep it right here on 106.1 FM uh, for uh, all-access. And, of course, uh, don't forget, again, each and every weekday, right here on 106.1 FM, 4 to 6. you got Inside New Orleans with Miros Truly. And then, of course, it's all access from 6 to 7 with either Jude Young or Kenny Trahan. And then the largest, the longest-running sports radio program in the city of New Orleans, the three tailgaters, each and every Saturday from 10 to noon, right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks for listening, New Orleans. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you Monday, straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the Dog Catch of the Governor, That includes the mayor. They all got to
1: (laughs) go.